Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time for the latest on the Brewers, Bucks, and Packers with the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. The Fan Afternoon Show. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 just stepping in for a couple of days. Just a couple of days. We appreciate everybody listening. I have all kinds of fun when I'm in here. And then they pair me with you, Tim Shea, Timmy, Timothy. I have that evil look on my face. You do. And see, here's the thing. We've known each other for a couple of years outside of the radio station. This is the first time that they've put us on together for a show. It's dangerous for one because we might destroy property just because that's who we are. But two, I don't know. See, you hit all those buttons, and you got like you could pop weird stuff up out of nowhere. And I, I know it makes See, me nervous, dude. Yeah. You've don't. been you've been hinting at some surprise guest later this Tomorrow? week. Yeah, I, I'm just like you'll be fine. I'm just, I mean, it's it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I like I like the ride. It's wild, but you. You could make a man a little nervous. Look at look at look at you. Look at you, Mr. Burns. If we only yes. had cameras in here. Smithers. Um <laughs> I see what's going on over there. Uh we are brought to you here on the Fan Afternoon Show from the Lakeland University Studios offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. That is uh going to be an interesting uh, hour of radio coming up where we're going to talk a little bit about college football. We we mentioned it a little bit with Drew Hom, but you know, he's the, the title of his article says, "Is college football dying, or or is it is a college statement? football dead? College football is, is dying. Dead. Yes, college football is dying. Like that is you. You got to understand the the magnitude of that statement. the The amount of money that comes in, the amount of of support that comes in the stadiums that are filled with 80, 90, a hundred thousand people, that world is going to change. Not that fans will stop showing up, but the nature of the product that they see is about to completely change. Is that going to make it dead? Because look, I don't know if the number one answer to, to college sports is to make it more like pro sports. I, I do understand the idea of having to, compensate an athlete who helps you make millions for your university. I got that. I that that concept is okay with me. But you got to figure out a way to do that equitably and that could be extremely difficult, especially with all of the different levels of school involved. Because we're not just talking about 
Georgia and Alabama and Wisconsin and you know what I mean? It's not it's not just the elites. They make the most money. But you know the NCAA commercials. Mm-hmm. 99% of us are going to go pro in something other than sports. Yeah, but while you're an athlete, you're making money for your school. Yeah. Right? Everybody is. Everybody. They all are. Not just one single player. So everybody. Everybody is. This segment of the Fan Afternoon Show brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. Did you see what I did there? When I said charging a cell phone, I looked over my phone, phone to see if I needed a charge. Do Isn't that funny? Charge? No, I don't. Isn't that funny, though? What that When, you, when you're reading something, yeah, you, like the... if something's laying there, you'll, you'll look at it or... Advertising executives it works. have to be masters of the subliminal, right? Like they are so good at that. And and in that case, that literally hits the court. Charging a cell phone. Oh man, do I need to charge on my cell phone? Like it's it, I literally did it. I'm sitting here reading this, mm-hmm. not listening to it. I'm reading it. When, and and I go, Oh, I need to charge. When Bart reads his scrubber dubs, I need to go get a car wash. We just lost Kevin. What? Look, I mean, the truth is, you, you can wash your car every day if you want. Just one low price, starting at thirteen dollars. Thirteen dollars a month. <laughs> We're not going to break out the song. Sam now. making fun of you for that, by the way. When I was here, um, was that, last that was week? last week. Yeah, was was just fantastic. Oh, trust him, me. Him imitating your uh-huh. voice. Thirteen dollars mm-hmm. per month. I talked to him about that. Told him to stop it. No, so. did you? Yeah. Did you? No. <laughs> you had your hand up like you gave him like one of those like Godfather like. Hey. Um. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's that's hilarious. Uh, I'm not gonna lie though. That that song does like drive my day some days. If you're lucky, if you're nice enough, maybe tomorrow you'll get it. You're not getting it today. Not today. Nope. It's just a, it's a Brewers off day. We might need scrub a dub. No, we don't. Okay. We don't. I won't, I won't force you into that situation because I think you didn't know what it would become. I think you thought you were having I just fun. just thought he'd play it. He, when Bart tells me to do something or he goes, I bet you won't do it. Oh, and because he knows that okay, pushes your button. I'll go do it. Yep. I, not going to bother me. He claims he's like, yeah, Tim just Tim just did this out of his own. I'm like, uh-uh. He, he was, you were prodded you, into we it. Were, we were going back and forth about something. I go, Bart, I'm going to record a song. He goes, bet you you won't. I go, I will. Then he then he bet me something else about Wendy's. And Toby, I don't know if you know Toby's middle name, or not middle name, his nickname that Bart gave him. I was like, wait a minute. Not his middle name. We're going somewhere now. Toby, Bart gave Toby, uh, he just, they were talking about Wendy's. They're potato wedges. He called, Bart called Toby his little potato wedge. Oh, no. Whatever. They ran with it for a couple of weeks. Toby even changed his Twitter name. To Toby, the potato wedge Altizer. He really did? Yes. Okay, that's good. Um, so we were. he was doing his Wendy's read, and we were talking about Wendy's, and I wanted to go for breakfast. They do have very good breakfast. So I went. At Wendy's? At Wendy's. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, he said, I said, Bart, I'm going to go order the Toby, because he called it the Toby. He's like, get the Toby. <laughs> the Toby. No. So I go up. I record myself. Ordering my food. And I said, yeah, I'd like the number three with a side of Toby. 
And she goes, excuse me, what? I said, with a side of Toby? I, I don't understand you. And then before I left, I said, oh, the potato wedges are fine. Oh, they're they're fine. If you don't have the Toby, I'll take the potato wedges. The potato wedges, which are the same thing. Right. You were, yeah, I get it. So Bart dared me to do that. I did it. Once again. So don't dare me to do something that is not. Like not, not yeah, above board. You're, yeah, you're going to actually exactly. go. You, you'll you go to some links is what you're saying. Yes. Maybe you're not Canadian. Because I, I would assume you would be too polite to pull that off if you if you really, you know, if you had the old O Canada going through your uh, your blood there, that's that's a surprise to me. What do you think, Timmy, about this Both. this new? Uh, th- th- there was a tweet today, and look, th- there are tweets every day from every corner of the globe about everything, right? So you, I don't buy into the vast majority. I buy into uh, Shams, and I buy into like Woj. You know, like there's about six people I buy yeah, into, right? Yeah, that you trust, right? But then everybody else, you have to put like a tub of salt on it, right? Mm-hmm. But there was a tweet, a tweet floating out in the universe today that said that it was Clemson, Florida State, Virginia, and some other school were looking at, at uh, leaving the ACC and joining the SEC. We're gonna have those power conferences. So, so that's it. We're going to have those power conferences. The ACC is dead. If that happens, it's dead. So the. Losing UCLA and USC didn't necessarily kill the pack, whatever you'll call it. It's bad. It'll change things, but it won't kill it. Those schools leaving the ACC destroys that conference. Do you think it takes one more team to destroy the pack, whatever it is called now, the Pac-12? Well, you know. Like in Oregon? Yeah, didn't you say Oregon and Washington were like Oregon and Washington. I mean, you see these rumors. So, again, this is nothing. What we're saying is nothing confirmed. It's rumor-verse. Oregon, Washington, Stanford, Stanford needs to go to the Ivy League with Northwestern. <laughs> but then, right? but then you now you're back in in this Big Ten and I, television market thing because Stanford and Cal are the teams for San Francisco, which is a top five television market. You've been saying you're on this tele, tele, television market because that's what the, the and that's what they want. Rutgers so. and Maryland, who before that happened was like, you know what the Big Ten needs? <laughs> Rutgers, Rutgers and Maryland. Give me Maryland and Rutgers in the Big Ten. I mean, that is sure. real. Let's just get another victory under our belts. Uh, yeah, I mean, I suppose if you're looking at it that way. But like, but was... the TV markets, New York, New York, and DC, and and look, ma- bringing in Maryland with the idea that DC viewers would be paying attention to the Big Ten Network is a little bit of a stretch. Okay, it's a little <laughs> much. Uh, and and I mean, you can say the same thing for Rutgers. I don't know if you heard me say this last week, but. Uh, ain't nobody in Times Square talking about no. Rutgers football, no. okay? No. <laughs> at all. Um, They're barely talking about it at Rutgers. Right. Right. Did, did I ever tell you that that I was at the Karma game? I think so. This is this, this is was at, that was at Rutgers. Rutgers right? in Arkansas. Yes. At Rutgers. I was at that game. The Karma game. Yeah. Uh, wasn't that Bielema's wife? Okay. So Bielema's yeah, wife yeah, yeah. tweeted Karma at the Badgers, but then. Arkansas lost to Rutgers. Yes. And they had a huge lead. Half the stadium left. The Rutgers crowd went away. And then Arkansas blew the lead in front of what was basically their own fans at Rutgers. Lost like a three-touchdown lead. We were at that game. And the chance on the way out of there, because it's New Jersey. There'd be a little edge on it, you know? Uh, The chance going out of there, getting onto the buses and stuff, leaving that stadium was amazing. Good. Well, yeah. And and the funny thing is everyone – I believes that now. Everyone believes that's good, including I, Arkansas fans. I remember watching that Arizona State game. 
I was livid. Oh, I don't get I don't was... get livid. I don't get livid a lot. Yeah. They're, you know, here and there, fail Mary. That was a little hot. I got a fail Mary story. With the uh, oh, NFC championship game against Seattle, hot. So Arizona karma game. Because that, right when you just see that tweet, I just want to throw my fan. Of course. My, uh, my fan, my uh, phone. Yeah. So And your fan. You probably threw them both. Yeah, disappointing, but good good for Jen Bielema. Good for Arkansas. <laughs> he, what were they yelling? Just karma? Yeah. Just karma. And then and then the you know, then the other fans would chirp back uh-huh. and then you got this, you know, bravado New Jersey versus SEC thing. It was it was really fun. It was a lot of good fun. Good for them. Good for them. But but, but it was the now looking at it in retrospect. That's what Arkansas was headed for. Arkansas was headed for a point where a few years later they had to pull Bielema into a side room after his last game to say you're done. Yeah, like they didn't let him get to the locker room. They, I mean, eventually they did, but they needed him to know before you get to the locker room at the this last game of the regular season, you're, this is it. You're done. I mean, that's that's how that his, ended. His first mistake was leaving Wisconsin. Of course. I mean that's and and that's a thing that when it first happens in your heart you want it to be true and then eventually you're justified and it is true and you're and like his, ha. his reasoning was because he wanted to go to the SEC a better conference more money right yeah, yeah and I think I think he felt like Ar- he he targeted Arkansas I think as a chance to if he could make them competitive in that conference he would make himself a centerpiece of this he could do a an Gus SEC, Malzahn kind of an thing. An SEC power. Right. He wanted to be the Alabamas, the Auburns, the right. LSUs. Right. And and he's in the SEC West there. He gets to play them every year. What better thing to do than to take a, a, a program there that's got a little history at least, turn them into something good, make them competitive, and he would make himself a very like famous slash rich slash whatever you want to call it individual. Never happened. Never got it off the ground. He blocked me on Twitter. Brent Bielema blocked yeah. you on Twitter? Yeah. Is he the most famous person who's ever blocked you on Twitter? Yes. I was trying to get Bart Winkler to block me, but he never did. You unfriended oh. me on Facebook one time. I know. It was a running joke. It was a running joke. <laughs> it lasted longer than a day, though, I can tell you that. Uh, oh, boy. All right. So, conference realignment. So, I mean, look. you. You're- Do you like it? Do this, you this do, whole new college athletics thing? Yes. Are you a big college? First of all, are you a big college football fan? I know you went to Georgia. They won the national championship. Oh, that was, man, awesome. was that what a, a fantastic game that was. Oh, I, I got my voice back a week ago from that. Do you do you like it? Do you like what the SEC is doing? Are you a fan of the SEC? I I mean, because obviously you cover the Badgers and yeah, yeah, and and you, look, I you know I. And you're a Badger fan, right? Too. Yeah. For anybody like that's Badgers. got the idea that like my heart is somewhere else, it's not true. No. Uh, it, but you got to root for your school. We're not going to bash you for that. You right. went to Georgia, but I'm not like you know. I'm not saying, oh no, I don't want you yeah. know the Badgers or whoever to not be successful. I don't want them to succeed because of this. No, it's not. It's not like that. It's two different worlds. Like when the when the Braves won the World Series last year, my first thought was, you know. I kind of wish my dad had been around mm-hmm. to see it. You know, mm-hmm. my mom has mm-hmm. been watching Braves games and trying to connect with her son from a distance by watching baseball. Yeah. It's a game that she doesn't really like. That's what my mindset is, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't. It's not root, root, root. It's my roots. Yes. It's those the yes. people in my past, right? 
So, yeah, in, in, in terms of this college realignment, as a, if I was just an SEC person, I would laugh at the whole thing because it looks like the rest of the world is trying to keep up with the SEC. But looking at the perspective from the outside, I think the idea of pursuing it based on money as a sport or as, a, as an entity is very bad. I think, I mean, I don't know about it dying. That's, that's a lot to say in that article mm -hmm. that it's dying, but it's going to create a very different world. And, and I think here's the problem. Tell me, the, tell me your favorite college football stories of the last decade. 10 to 12 years. What what are ones that come to mind or even longer than that that come to mind that just like like man that was fun. I, I mean Badgers obviously but I'm talking yeah. beyond the state borders. So other other games, right. other games where you're like whoa. Yeah, or and stories, teams that 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 did things. Okay. So go go ahead and I'll throw a couple at you. Uh let's do Alabama Auburn. The Oh yeah, the Iron Bowl is the Iron amazing. Bowl, the are you saying specific games or just games overall? More, really, more like team stories, like you know the the ones that you might not have expected to to succeed. This might be a leading question. Teams that you do uh, every once in a while, you get Northwestern. Okay, Pat Fitzgerald. Okay. Um. Gosh. So the first I, one, I, I feel, I feel like. No, I, I feel like I should know this. I'm because. probably not asking it clearly enough. The The first thing that comes to my mind when we talk about the last 15 years is the rise of Boise State. Okay. A team from Idaho that they were known for playing on blue turf and nothing else. Central Michigan. Then. Central PJ Michigan. Fleck. Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois. These MAC teams that come out and do stuff. Fresno State, a while back, they had that coach with the, the mutton chops. Yeah, yeah. You remember? I, I don't know his name. Uh, they came up here, beat Wisconsin one year. Uh -huh. they, 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 David, David Carr. That he was the old quarterback at, uh, at the, Fresno, the Texans, right? Yeah, he was. He was a Fresno State Fresno quarterback. State. Were both cars Fresno State? No. Yes. No. Yeah. No. That's right. They the were, older one was. The older one was. I yeah. get them mixed up. David and Derek. Thank you. Yeah. Um, other team. I mean, but that's but, because in the end, you it's the pretty much the same five six teams in the playoff, and, that, like, and, and that's, that's what, I mean. what that's what you think about, right? You think about the LSU's, Ohio State, right? Alabama. Throw in random team. So if your if your world is two conferences and it's AFC and NFC, but it's collegiate form, right? And mm -hmm. the SEC is going to have Alabama and LSU and Georgia and Florida and two other teams, and the Big Ten is going to have Ohio State and Wisconsin and a revamped USC and one or two other teams. How in the world? Is Northern Illinois going to get any sort of recognition whatsoever? They, and and I'm using Northern Illinois as a yeah, concept. No. Central Michigan. How in the world is you know Boise State? How in the world could they build their program up from what it was to what it is? Maybe they all start their own I little mean, college football league or conference. I, I, because what's what's going to happen when when this does start? You know, in 2024, yeah, when Oklahoma and Texas join, they're going to, what, be 18 teams now? Yeah. Do they play conference games? Or do they play non-conference games? Like divisions? I think they're supposed to be divisions, but they're going to have divisions, to realign. But, but then non-conference games. How many non-conference games do you get? Because you're going to want to play conference games. Every, every team's not going to play. Every team. You have to go not probably nine in. Nine in a division. And you can't even play your entire division then. Nope. Unless you nail it down to, what, two non-conference games? One? Maybe maybe two because then you want to play crossover too with another the other and league. There might be one of those games. Then if you add 
what, Florida State, Miami, right. Clemson. It's just making difficult, making more difficult. Alabama comes up here in 2024. Yeah. That's, everyone's looking forward to that game. Yeah. That may not happen. Well, you'd have to rearrange right? the schedule. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's where, locked where in. you have one non-conference. It's right now. It's locked in. But that, but that could be it. That could be all they have. I mean, it, when the room gets that crowded, the point is like, okay, if you for whatever reason, if you were super pumped about Wisconsin versus UCLA, the conference might be so big, you may not get that for you, five, six years. Exactly. Exactly. If the conference is so big, you it may not exist. That that game may not exist for you, or it may rotate on a very you know large scale basis, like you say, five or six years. It's, in other words, is is that the thing that the money is worth? Is it worth that particular rivalry not happening, not even every year or every other year, but every several years? And then the other question, and and this is, I get that you that this is thinking backwards, but you do at least have to think this way. College athletics encompasses a vast number of sports most of them are not revenue generators football generates revenue basketball men's and women's tends to generate revenue Mm -hmm. i would argue that the top tier baseball teams might but not many and beyond that there ain't much when you're talking about revenue generating sports sports that make money by themselves most of them use more than they make and and what happens when and the example we used last week is what happens when women's soccer is Ohio State at UCLA and you got to fly everybody out. Well, that's where you plan out your schedule. Where, well, I guess that doesn't help with. You mean like UCLA? UCLA. I'm thinking the other way around, where UCLA has to go to Lincoln and Lincoln, then or or even Iowa go to City out west, out east. Oh, like you, you plan those trips, you know. Yeah. We'll play at Rutgers, we'll play at Maryland, we'll play at Penn State. Yeah. You're on the road for a week playing those three teams in yeah. women's soccer and baseball. It's it's too far removed in the in the timeline of history, but I would be very curious to know what people thought when the Dodgers and Giants moved west in baseball. Now, this is the 1950s, so there was not sports talk radio like this. It didn't <laughs> exist, although that would be funny. Breaking news, the Brooklyn Dodgers are headed to Los Angeles, you know? Yeah. They don't know if people talk like that in the 50s, but we we that's how we talk. Um, but think about what that world was. Your entire baseball universe was from St. Louis East mm-hmm. and two California teams. Mm-hmm. So you put a foothold, but it was like putting a foothold on the moon. It was a million miles from anything else. And that's exactly what this Big Ten thing is. UCLA, USC, and their nearest opponent, in conference, Nebraska. 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 So you get Oregon, you get Washington. Notre Dame, I think, is the C- the the They might hold the key to this whole That's thing. That's the whole thing. <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. Notre Dame is gonna be a very important where do they go? They're not staying independent, right? Is that kind of a a given? Eventually they're because gonna of TV have money. To. Because right. of T TV money. Right. They have to eventually. Because they can make more joining a conference than just being independent exactly. with NBC. And then NBC wants in in college football. And I and I read something today. I don't know. Again, these are not facts. But NBC is trying – Notre Dame is trying to work out something where they join a conference and they still have NBC – all NBC home games. Oh, like the the like sort of an exclusive TV exclusive contract TV. for NBC, and they get like a certain number of games on Fox 
Oh, because of their because conference of, that they would just join. Just because of the conference that they would join, which leads you to say, oh, they might be thinking about the Big Ten because the Big Ten has a contract with Fox. Who knows what's going to go on with that? You're saying like home games on NBC, road games on Fox. On or Fox something. or something, or CBS. Yeah. Because CBS's contract is coming up with the SEC in 2024. Don't remind me. So, but <laughs> the Big Ten. They could get the Big Ten. Which would be tremendous. Where you can have a here. game of the week and at two thirty and a and a night game, you know, your primetime night game on CBS. Just blow our whole news programming exactly. out. Is that what you just don't want to that watch would, me? You I mean, you're going to Madison a lot. You <laughs> You'd rather you'd rather watch Rutgers and UCLA They're than watch me. They're not gonna put Rutgers and UCLA. <laughs> you're gonna get USC and Michigan. USC well, and Wisconsin. Fun. That'd be fun. UCLA and I would rather watch USC Michigan than USC UCLA or, or USC Ohio State. I would watch that over watching me anytime. I would. We'll watch you. You got a catchy tune. After. After. Of course. He's Tim Shea. I'm Kevin Holden, CBS 58. We are uh, fixing the world's problems right here in college football, and we'll continue to do so next on the Fan Afternoon Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Fan Afternoon Show, 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in. I'm Kevin Holden, CBS 58. Just stepping over for a couple of days Timmy Shea on the controls. Who knew that uh, that we would get to do this where people would actually listen? Because we used to just do this hanging out where we lived. Yeah, we were uh, we were neighbors, and when COVID hit, we uh, we were bored, bored a lot. You were at home doing news from home. I was just at home, <laughs> annoying my playing video games, playing video games, trying to not annoy my roommate at the time. <laughs> he had a nice little dog, Toby. Toby, Miss Toby. Um, so one day, I think it just started one night, I texted you and I said, hey, what are you doing? You're like, I'm at home. <laughs> <Nothing. laughs> They're literally like, Nothing. I'm at home. You said, I'm at home too. I'm at home. Let's, uh, we had a nice little clubhouse at our apartment complex. I said, we can do this smart. Let's go to the club. Let's meet at the clubhouse. Bring some drinks. Your lovely wife worked at Miller. Work still works at still Miller. Still there, yeah. So you had an array of drinks with you, pretty much like a whole bar. I'm like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> we literally sat like, yeah, way, 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 way apart, way apart from yeah. each other because like, this was at the beginning. So you know, you didn't know what was going on. We didn't want to just in case. Yeah. So me and my roommate at the time again come down. We'd bring the dog too. Dog would jump the, up on the a dog table. was the only. I was going to say person. 
only being, animal, yeah. the, the only being that could go back and forth between yeah. us. Yeah. He was more like, oh, because that's the first time I think you met him, right, Toby? Yeah. So uh, we got along. We got, a, yeah, we uh, we had some long nights in the uh, <laughs> in the clubhouse. In the clubhouse that would then after once we were good to go after covid we also had long nights and that would end back up at one of our apartments and playing more video games <laughs> some terrific <laughs> summer some memories. Ho- hockey right oh boy hey that's that's not me that's you uh, <laughs> let's go <laughs> um those, those again these inside stories yeah i'm so i'm sorry, sorry. folks they they paired us together and we're basically reliving the last three years. Although right there with being in the clubhouse is hanging out outside by by a fire and, mm-hmm. and just and yeah. just having fun with that. And that's yeah. that's where Andrew Wagner, writer for Forbes Sports, comes in. Uh, Andrew, uh, I, my understand uh, my understanding is that uh, you have asked to fly the train. I have asked to fly the train. I'm just gonna before we go on here, uh, having sitting on hold and listening to this um, little reminisce down memory lane you two clowns who live not even one mile away from me did my phone ring during any no no it did not so you know you and timmy next time i'm having a fire we'll see if there's invitations to my outdoor clubhouse looming now now that i know this little bit of information from history you know i haven't been invited to these fire things yet so and sounds like that'll so, continue and, so, and, so, that, and, and, and now are you confirming yeah, that will yeah. continue that will probably continue now that I know all this information. I'm sorry. Uh, this is, oh, this is bad. We're, we're watching breakups Absolutely. happen. Watching it happen yeah, live. I'm in the middle of nowhere, Illinois right now, going to buy a motor vehicle. So um, this is how I spend my off days during the regular season. I think I think it's interesting that, that you found the one that's, that's available right now, the one for sale, the one vehicle. Yeah, everyone in the Milwaukee area that's selling a car, you can just take a, a very long walk off a very short pier because you're all crazy. Um, and the company that pays for the naming rights at the Brewer Stadium, you can join everyone taking that walk off off the pier. <laughs> yeah. Happy off day, everybody. This is this is coming clean day on uh, on twelve fifty a.m. The fan. Uh, so the so the Pirates are coming to town for three, and this used to be a time where we'd say, "Hey, here comes a sweep." But these Pirates, I know the record doesn't show it necessarily, but these Pirates have some things going for them. Starting with that six foot seven inch shortstop O'Neill Cruz. Listen, anyone that has ever looked at the Pirates. Um, and so, no, this is going to be a sweep, no matter what the Pirates record is, is obviously new to being a Brewer fan. The Pirates always seem to do some damage to the Brewers um, when they're least, uh, I shouldn't say least expecting, but the Brewers know what the Pirates have a tendency to do to them. Um, and, and I feel like a broken record when I say this. You know, the Pirates will not win the division, but they will determine who does win the division. Um, they just have an effect, uh, and the Brewers have been on the wrong end of that many, many times. Go back, what was it? Uh, was it last year? Or, or was it 2019? I think they had to play that uh, that like weird five-game series with a doubleheader, and they went in there, and they got smoked in all of them. Um, and, and left town licking their heels. Um, so, yeah, I don't think anyone in that clubhouse is looking past the Pirates. And like you mentioned, it's hard to do anyway with that massive freak of nature uh, sitting at shortstop. I think it was interesting to see Keston Hira 
perform in left field yesterday, and, and by perform I mean actually make a catch that was a very good catch against the wall and then hit a home run as well. And it, and it led me to a, a weird psychological question. I don't even know if there's an answer to this question. Keston Hura became this current version, this scuffling version of Keston Hero when he tried to learn a new position and it didn't go well, and then his bat went bad. Is it possible that switching to another new position and doing it well might wake the bat up? Is that a possibility? I mean, I think it's a possibility um, in this day and age. I think I don't think we've proven that. I think it's also important to remember that Keston Hero is a good baseball player. He's a good hitter. It was only a matter of time until he, you know, regained the form, regained the confidence, regained all you need is some results. Uh, when you have good results, you build on that. Um, the last couple of years have not been what you expected out of Keston. They were not what Keston expected out of Keston. It's also important to remember that he is very young in the grand, has very minimal experience in the grand scheme of things uh, when it comes to being in the big league. So, you know, I'm not surprised that he's snapping out of that. I'm not surprised that he's, you know, looking a little bit more and more like the old way. And, yeah, you're right. Maybe having some positive things coming out of different aspects on the field can help him relax a little bit at the plate. Do you see, uh, with the return of Hunter Renfro, when that when that comes and, and, and making the assumption that Hunter Renfro becomes the Hunter Renfro that we know, uh, do you see – Maybe something even better happening for Luis Arias because he's been he hit fourth yesterday. And when Hunter Renfro slides back, I picture him in the four spot and I picture Luis Arias down in like a six spot in the order, which might be ideal for a guy like that who's got some offensive potential and can drive and runs. Do you see maybe a little upswing coming for Urias if he gets out of that four spot, that pressure spot in the batting order? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, He's another one of those guys who's young and anything that you get out of him uh, is a bonus. Um, if you have Luis Lugurus putting up the kind of numbers he's capable of putting up in the four spot out of the six or anywhere you know lower, I mean, that just that bodes well for the offense. Uh, he's, he has got so much untapped potential that he's still figuring out. Um, again, like Captain, he is very young in terms of being a major leader. He's, he is very green. He's very raw. Um, he's getting better and better every day. And you put a guy like that uh, with his potentials in you know, that spot in the order, assuming everyone else is clicking, man, that, that's that's a good setup. This is the longest we've ever gone in a serious conversation. You know that? We've only had one Archer reference, so you know that's that's, that's impressive for us. I, Sean Benjamin can be like, "Yo, what's up, man?" I. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's an Archer reference off the top, and then I think we're going to work a Parks and Recreation in here because uh, I'm working with a Canadian. I don't know if you know this, but uh, we found out that, that Timmy was actually born in Canada. I, how would, like, I know how Ron Swanson would feel about this. How do you feel about How do I handle this guy? Well, I mean, as you know, I'm all about bilateral relations between uh, us and our friends over the 38th parallel. Um, so, yeah, I... Uh, it depends on who his hockey allegiance is. Um, if it's anyone but the Leafs, he can, you know, join everyone else on that tier I referenced earlier. But yeah, I'm a, I'm all about Canada. I'm all about the Maple Leafs and the Maple Leafs. So you know, 
Go Canada. Go to New York. My hat is tipped to you right now. Uh, that's that that's incredible. And, and by the way, Timmy Timmy is looking at me. He's got his glasses pulled down, and he's looking at me like a disapproving parent. Uh, so we're we're gonna have to have a conversation about about his allegiances and I, I I get I get that look a lot. People, so, uh, oh, I used to get that look a lot around the ballpark. So, oh, I get it. <laughs> and did you know who I get that look from around the ballpark on yeah. a daily basis? So, oh my goodness! All right, uh, I know you've got stuff to do. Andrew Wagner, uh, writer for Forbes Sports, thanks for joining us. Uh, enjoy your return trip, which will not be by train, hopefully. Let, 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 let's not jinx it. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Una Lamada, Kevin. That's Toto. <laughs> that's Toto. You know that's right. Dude, have fun. We'll chat. Yep. Andrew Wagner joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, just breathe. Just breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Uh, there's he's another guy by the way where like we've sat next to each other mm-hmm. in, in games and we've taken trips together we went to St. Louis when the Brewers clinched the division there a few years ago we drove down together so there's a that had to be a joyful trip that was <laughs> do, do you, we should talk about that trip sometime I, in fact can I can I get why, 30 why, seconds on yeah. it yeah all right you should have brought it up with him cuz <laughs> cuz we didn't know like when when it's clinch day you don't know yeah. the day yeah and so when the day comes, it's like, okay, you got to get to where they are. And they were in St. Louis. So the trip was, it was me, Christina Tuso, Kyle Rogers, who was a photographer for our station, who's left the business, works in uh, production now, and, and Andrew Wagner. That was the trip going down. That was five or six hours in the car with that foursome right there. <laughs> Those, I mean, you're talking about four full-on personalities. And in you the don't car. have video of this? Oh, I have video of this. Some of it I can't. You can't play. I can't it, allow can you, you to play. Okay. I mean, you could. The FCC might not like it, but it's uh, they. I mean, think about. Like I said, th- those of you at home don't know Kyle because he's not an on-air person, but he might be the wildest personality of the four of us. Just a bit. He. There are these these pillars in the newsroom. These wooden pillars because the newsroom was built in this sort of wooden like loft interior. He would climb those during the day. Climb the pillars. He'd okay. be like ten feet up in the newsroom. Okay. So that personality plus me. Plus Christina Tuso, plus Wagner, on the way to St. Louis uh, for a, for a playoff game, and it was or, or for a, a clincher of the division, and that was a few years back. That was just it was fantastic, but man, my sides were split after five or six hours of that. It was amazing, and then there was the drive. A lot of back. laughing, a lot of laughing. Then there was sure. the drive back. Kyle singing Creed at the top of his lungs. I'm I'm completely serious. Like it's it was. It was insane. I'll have to take a look at the videos. Uh, During the break, let's do that. And when we come back, it's Draft Mockery. We're going to have a special guest for Draft Mockery as we draft favorite stadiums. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. Come on now and try to understand the way this popcorn feels in my hand. Take a scoop and put it in your mouth and eat some now. Yes, eat some now. Yes, eat some now. Ow, 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 ow. Gourmet nights, popcorn. I mean nights, gourmet popcorn. They've got caramel corn and sweet cherry corn and double cheddar cheese. Double cheddar cheese. Double cheddar cheese. 
Oh man, what a song. That is, that's epic. I'll say that, that's epic. And the fact that it has the original in my head from time to time is pretty funny. It is time for Draft Mockery, Night's Gourmet Popcorn, providing you with the freshest gourmet popcorn in Milwaukee since 1952. Mention 1250 AM The Fan and you'll get... 20% off. Now, before we get into today's draft mockery, Tim, Timmy Shea is going to set us up a little bit, uh, give us some results from yesterday and how we're looking standings-wise. Okay, so yesterday, this is funny because you just said that. And <laughs> I didn't, oh, do you not have them? I didn't pull them out. The so, standings? You have the results at I, least. I, I, no, that's what I'm looking for, the results the from resu- yesterday. Oh, you want me to just, no, just I go got to my Twitter? I got them. I got them. So the result yesterday we drafted um, favorite teams that you like to root against well let's just say that i um set a new all-time low for draft mockery and percentage votes i got two percent oh no seriously i got two percent the low before that was uh um three percent set by toby myself and adam so stephanie sutton wisn channel 12 Got 61% of the vote. She's on a two-game winning streak. 61%? She also got, got six, waxed. She also got 61% of the vote the night, the day before. She's got... Are, are these actual votes? These are actual votes. I'm these not going any farther than votes. that. <laughs> I'm not either. Uh, we had a caller, Luis. He got 37%. Respectable, but not even close to winning. And then way, 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 way down at the bottom was... Me. 2%. So, the standings for the third season of Draft Mockery, the post-Rami, we have Sam, who has six wins. Stephanie Sutton with two. His second? In second. <laughs> then we have a one, two, three, four, five-way tie for third. With one win apiece. With one win apiece is Evan Heffelfinger, me, Tim Allen, Adam, and you, Kevin. And someday, so, and someday I'll tell you the story of my one win. It's actually tainted. Why? Yeah, oh, I'll have to tell you another time. I think I know. Yeah, it's tainted. So today we will be drafting. You came up with this one. And I like stadiums. It. And I don't know if they used this in the first or second season. I, I, I don't I think, think they, they talked about it. I think it. they talked about it, but right. I don't think they ever did. So we're talking favorite stadiums. And uh, you've got you, either that you want to go to or been to. I think right? either way, sure. Okay. Just, I mean, something that you really like. If you haven't been there, you could still go in. I think you can go in pretty much any sport, right? College, yeah, pro, any sport, whatever. college pro, tennis court, neighborhood tennis court, <laughs> neighborhood tennis court, soccer field. Oh boy! High school stadium, if you want. Uh, where we played softball in the where spring. Where we played softball. I mean, back in the day, Liberty Heights. The options are uh, are are endless. They are endless. And notebook Mike is uh, notebook Mike. Yes, notebook Mike for all you uh, all you callers is about to about to join us. He here. is our he is our guest picker again. Notebook Mike, how you doing? Two and oh, let's go. Let's go three and zero. Oh, oh so man, you're two and zero. Oh? Yep. Overall in the uh, 
I only it's the third call. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> so I'm undefeated. All right. That's well, so. that's pretty good. Nothing wrong with that. So favorite stadiums is the I idea. I would do it every day. I know you would. Well, I, you but should you should follow along at home. Every yeah. Day. You, and you I do follow get the along. Friendly pick and save. I hustled home so I get this call and. So so you you know what you should do? You should write this in your notebook, Mike. What? Well, I'm looking at my notebook. All right. Well, it's, it's like a list. It's like is that Chris Jericho? I know Jericho? everybody there's got notebooks too. Come on, how uh, can you not? Timmy just took my pen so he could write in his. Yeah, I forgot my pen today. He, he just stole my pen. And like that kid in school. How does this go, Timmy? All right, Who's so first? We're going to let you go first, Kevin, Okay. since you are guest hosting. Fantastic. Then we'll let Notebook Mike go. <coughs> You'll go second. And then I will go third. So, Kevin. Oh, and iPad the, Kevin with your first pick. IPad Kevin, no, I'm not that advanced. And by the way, oh, the, yes, is there yes, a no Wisconsin yes, rule? No Wisconsin rule. So no Lambeau Field, no County uh, Miller Park. Oh, wow. could be there too, I guess. County Stadium. Uh, no Camp Pfizer Randall. Forum, no Bradley Center, no Camp Randall. Okay. Nothing from Wisconsin. Nothing all from right? Wisconsin. So sorry, notebook Mike. Hopefully that doesn't rearrange your draft board. But Oh uh, no, I got ten picks I'm looking at. Oh, he's good. He's yeah, you got oh, a whole yeah. notebook full That's of why they call me the notebook. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I'll go first, and uh, and I, I still it's a little bit cliche to do this, but in terms of just the, the the size of this, the the scope of the stadium, everything that's there, Jerry World is is still just it's a spectacle. It's something you got to see. So Jerry World in Arlington, Texas, is my number one pick. All right, notebook, Mike. But that that pick crossed me out. Yeah. I made the McDonald's sign there was a hundred grand. That's insane, isn't it? I'm not kidding. Right? That's they got crazy. the money. Okay, uh, the players championship stadium course, huh? In Florida. Yeah, Ponte Vedra. Yeah, but that's the. Do you do you know which famous college football player is from that town? That town? Yeah, from Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. Tiger Woods. Well, we're talking college football star. Oh, uh, I'm going to take a guess. Leroy Butler? Tim Tebow. Oh, oh, we're all proud. So <laughs> how, how am I writing this down? <laughs> Way to go, Tim. You, you're known for something. Players, players, coach. Players, player. Well, how do I write this down when I, when T- I write it? TPC. The Players Championship the, Stadium Course. Yeah, Players Stadium Course. Yeah, he's. He's trying to figure out how to put it all in one tweet. They only give well, you. You know that 17th hole, the Island Green. I love that. I, I play that in a video game and I enjoy it. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you love to go watch it though? Oh man, that would be oh, fantastic. Man. I worked in Florida a couple of years. Just never could make it there. I was always always doing other stuff. All Timmy, right, let's I, move on. Timmy, you got a pick. I'm gonna go with. Uh, this is a stadium I actually went to for an MLB All Star game. PNC Park Man. in Pittsburgh. My next pick. That's 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 I'm a great pick. pick. That. It's a beautiful stadium Absolutely and the beautiful. the skyline of yeah. the city. All right, yeah, Kevin. Great round two. S- round two. Uh, let me take. Since you took my one favorite MLB stadium, I will take my other one, Petco Park in San Diego. 
built into the gas lamp district of San Diego. Just a just a fantastic. Sam. Ballpark. Side note: Sam Schmitz is going to the Padres game tonight, so he's going to that stadium out in San Diego. So he will be at the stadium. He had to ask him what he thinks of it. I will. It's pretty I amazing. I'm, we might try. I'm going to try and see if he wants to come on to his his own show, his producer's show. Why not? Why not tomorrow? All right. Notebook Mike, your second pick, please. Oh, with all the history in the Green Monster, give me Fenway. Oh, that's a great one, too. Yeah. Man, yeah. That's because it's it's just it's retained its history really well. Like they they've made additions, but they've made sure to retain the stuff that makes Fenway Fenway. Well when you think about Lambo, Wrigley, and that stadium, that's really the only ones left. Yeah, it's, I mean, come up with another one, you know? No, I, I don't think you can. That that kind They're of history. They're stadiums. It's it's great, and and there's no reason to change a thing. I mean, that's it, it's just a great place to see a game. So Fenway goes to Notebook Mike. Okay. Timmy. All right. Um, boy, I feel I I was thinking about Wrigley Field, but I think I'd lose. I think I'd get one percent. You might. So I'm gonna stay away from Wrigley Field. I would be smart. Gosh. Given yesterday's events, I know. I am going to go with. Do you want Gosh. me to help you? No, no, no. <laughs> I just. How about the Reds? No, they I don't got like the skyline. I don't like this park. Uh, this park, I'm going to pick because it's. I'm going to go with the Twins Park. Target Field. Target Field. Yeah, I like that stadium. Um. Yeah, I've never seen it on TV because they don't play them a lot. It's nice. It's modern. Doesn't have a roof. But I like watching baseball there. So, so I that's think my second Romney pick. will tell you all about that. <laughs> yeah, he wants to put a roof on it. Kevin. Uh, I, I think uh, I think I got to go with Third a round. historic because histor- history is jumping in these, and, and I'm absolutely not going Wrigley at all. I got to go with the Rose Bowl. Oh, they're going to tear that down, though. They probably will. Good pick, though. Yeah, it's old. A lot of history, but, yeah, it's there's, it's it's time. That one's probably got to go. Well, they got rid of the Orange Bowl, so what does that tell you? Right, right. All right, All right Mike. Mike. Oh, boy. Your third pick. You know, I'm going to go off the map. I was going to take Notre Dame with uh, Jesus. Touchdown Jesus, yep. And uh, this one's way off the map. But I'd love to go for a week. Wembley Stadium. Oh, home man. Of the, home of Wimbledon. They, they view sports in a different way. They only got soccer and uh, tennis. So. Okay. That's, that's fantastic. So Wimbledon is what you're, what, what you're focused on there. Yeah, I think it's Wembley Stadium. stadium I'll look it up uh, to get the correct name. I, yeah, I, Center I, Court. Yeah. And, so okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Wembley. I could be wrong. We'll t- we'll take a look and yeah, we'll, we'll get the correct but name these, up there. These are like way different picks for me, you know. I yeah. love you it guys though. Yeah. Some thunder. It's good. Yeah, good good picks that win. All right, Timmy. All right, my third pick. I'm going Wrigley Field. No, oh, Timmy. Come on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm He's kidding. You, you kid. I know. I can't. I can't, I can't go. I can't go Wrigley. No. Um, give me. Safeco Field Ooh. in Seattle, now known as T-Mobile it? Park. Safeco Field. Oh, T-Mobile. Thank T-Mobile you. Park is Thank you. I need to get the correct name, I guess. Yeah. Who plays there? The, the, the pilot? 
The, the uh, pilots. Oh, what a great a reference! Pilot reference. That's fantastic. Partially because the pilots played at probably the worst stadium in Major League history. Yep. yep. Six stadiums. Oh yeah, six stadium is long gone. All right, Kevin. Last pick. Um, Who you got? Wow, there's still we still got a couple of uh, of great venues that are left, uh, and, and I'm thinking just in terms of venues that I would like to see. Right, like that's that's where the the key to this thing is. Uh, man, where am I going? I'm going. Uh, do I go? Do I go to Florida somewhere? Maybe I go a different part of the country. You could. I like Ray J in Tampa. Raymond James. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Well, you're not picking where the uh, Tampa Bay plays. Yeah, that, that's that's the Buccaneers. That's their their home state with the pirate ship. No, I mean the the baseball team. Oh, the Rays. oh gosh, that's that stadiums. We'll worst they, got, stadium. they got a pool of Rays. We'll save that for worst stadiums, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's your topic for tomorrow. I love it. All right, Mike. Last pick. Make a count. Oh, I got one more pick. Yeah, one more. One more. Oh, you're killing me here now. I I know. Oh man! First Energy Stadium, home well, of Browns. Dallas is take. Yeah. Fenway, use. And use the Pfizer. How about basketball freak heaven, Madison Square Garden? Oh, that's a great one. Them people love them's basketball. Man, that's that's such a good one because there's just such good history. It, that's, oh, that's they had that Ron and Reggie Miller broke their heart. Oh wow! Yeah, he yeah. He was like looking at the crowd and Spike and you know like three. <laughs> I can't. Iconic building. Okay, all right, Timmy. My last pick, Mike. You said it. I'm surprised you didn't go with it. I'm gonna do it. I picked them yesterday for teams that I like to root against. I am picking this team. This, their stadium today, and I've been there, and it's kind of cool. Notre Dame Stadium. Oh man! No, I'm gonna pick that. I know. Well, you uh, you didn't, so, so what I did am. I go with instead. I went with uh, oh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. All right, recapping. That probably lost it for me. No, <laughs> recapping. iPad Kevin. He's got Cowboy Stadium, Petco Park. The Rose Bowl in Raymond James Stadium. Notebook Mike. The the Players Championship Stadium. Uh, the, the Players. Um, it's stadium called course. Stadium, stadium course. course. Okay. Uh, Fenway Park. The Wimbledon Stadium. Wembley yeah. Stadium and Madison Square Garden. I have PNC Park, Target Field, T-Mobile Park, and Notre Dame Stadium. Three baseball fields for Tim. Yeah. Well, you know what? Honorable mention should be the Patriots Stadium. They got the flames going, and those people got a lot of passion. All right, I Mike. Guess when you win 10 Super Bowls. It's the truth. Mike, uh, right. uh, Trav is on the line. Hi, Trav. Oh, how's hey, it going? Trav. How's it going? Uh, You're on. Notebook. How's it going, Trav? You finished uh, that 30-pack yet? I'll be over. But, okay, but uh, you guys missed uh, the top one. You know, you try to steal my mic, always, uh, Mike the Notebook. So, number I'm one. I'm listening. Okay. Field of Dreams. Oh, that's, that's where I want to go. That's a good one. Somebody said Chavez Ravine, too. Number one. No, it's just a cornfield. Yeah, I don't care. 
that's where it all started, or you know, whatever. Yeah, I got a hit on that field in a in a, in a little pickup game. Nice. So that's my number one, and uh, you guys had uh, everything great, but uh, I just want to put uh, Mike the Notebook in Uh-oh. his place. Nobody heard it when I called, and I said the Field of Dreams. I hope they keep doing it. <laughs> they are this year, Cubs and uh, Reds, I believe. Excellent. Keep doing it, and that's uh, where I want to go. All right. Maybe next year. Love you guys. We love, love you, love too. You, uh, Mike the Notebook, love you too. too. Love you, Trav. Love you, too. Bye. Kevin, Mike, yeah. we all love each other. Oh, right? it's great. It's a love fest. It's, it's fantastic. Notebook Mike, appreciate everything. Hey, one quick thing. Uh, I golf at Whitnall Park. Yeah. The guy built a Field of Dreams over there. No, seriously? Yeah, you can see it from the road. I got to check that out. Yeah, it, it's right. You're going towards Whitno. I think it's Rawson, and okay. it's on your left. But there's no corn. That's all right. We, we, we yeah, all in due time. Notebook, Michael. One last thing. Go I ahead. talked. I talked to Sam earlier today. He said you're sneaky good at draft mockery. So it's true. We'll find out. Three and oh, baby. We'll find out. You listen tomorrow oh, for the standings, worry. okay? Well, we don't have enough uh, golfers to get me in there. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It might happen. Thanks, Mike. Right. Take it easy. You guys have a good one. Love you. <laughs> love you too, Mike. Nothing but love, Notebook Mike. Appreciate it. Hey, we got a lot here. Uh, we're going to pick a lane on the other side of the break. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.